All right, in five, four, three. Welcome to Wolf Takes a Bite. I am your host, John Wolf, and today we're taking a bite out of the chupacabra. Chupacabra. The chupacabra has been also translated into English as goat sucker. Goat sucker. But he's also been known to kill a few farmers, so maybe farm sucker? Uh oh. And let's take a bite out of the chupacabra. I climbed into the hills. I, I would, I'm romantic. I would like Bigfoot to exist. FBI, open up! One type is about three feet tall, very dark, not humanoid at all, yet lizard looking. The creatures that I have seen mostly have been the, uh, the greys. To the search for truth, little grey men. Little grey men from outer space who actually abduct humans. We'll fix it in post. I'll fix it in post. That is going to be my catchphrase. Anyway. <laughs> I'm great, John. How are you? I am doing good. This is already turning into a really good episode, and I'm excited. Fresh, fresh out the uh, pilot that you guys heard 48 hours ago. Oh, my God. What a pilot. Oh, man. Was that a whole 48 hours ago? Because it was a whole four minutes for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... Try 48 seconds ago. Oh, yeah, so close enough. <laughs> anyway, so I don't know. Do you Have you ever heard about the Chupacabra before? I have. Um, I'll tell you the extent of my knowledge. Uh, I think That's I perfect. watched about 20 minutes of a History Channel thing. Mm. Um, and then outside of that, there was this really interesting Scooby-Doo episode uh, that had... <laughs> that Scooby-Doo? Had... Really? Yeah. Tell me more. Uh, yeah, I don't really remember, but it was. Uh, it didn't. It, you know, the the Scooby Doo version of the El Chupacabra, um, not as accurate as 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 what I what I believe is the common uh, depiction. So when you speak about depiction, you're talking about like your imagery of it. Yes, that's the one. I'm trying to find it, but go ahead. Tell me more about this 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 creature, this goat sucker, this this farm sucker. If it's you okay. Will. I actually have a picture here in my show notes. Okay. Yeah, so we'll get to that in just a second. Because first, I want to tell everybody else a little about what I was able to discern. First of all, researching the Chupacabra is extremely complicated. And that is not it. <laughs> <laughs> that is so Scooby-Doo. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is Bigfoot with more eyes. Hey, we'll, we'll, put, it up. we'll put it up on the uh, Wolf Takes a Bite Instagram if oh, you guys want to send that to me. Yeah, like. I will definitely post yeah. it. So... <laughs> The beast described as resembling, um, it's been described as resembling a small bear or dog-like animal with a row of spines extending from the neck and the base of its tail. Ooh. It's been spotted in Puerto Rico, Mexico, which is where this whole story originated. Now, it also has been seen throughout the United States. Interesting. Absolutely. Is it, is it like a, is it like a warmer climate thing or? I, you know, so there's a few theories about even the origins of the chupacabra. Some people, including by some major biologists, which I won't quote, that they believe that the chupacabra could either be A, alien entities that crashed okay. in Puerto Rico in 1957, or could even be just Bigfoot. Whoa. But that doesn't really ring true to a lot of eyewitness accounts, so I'm not really pushing hard on the Bigfoot theory. Okay, or the alien theory. Well, no... Oh, foreshadowing. It could be. It could be. Let's, so while let's, Bill, let's dive in. Let's let's take a bite. 
I love it. So why biologists say the chupacabra is an urban legend, there are numerous accounts of the monster drawing blood from livestock, specifically goats, where it's, it's where it got its name, El Chupacabra, which means goat sucker. Also, some theories involve the Dugway Proving Ground. And for anybody who's like kind of a weird conspiracy nerd out there, you know what I'm talking about. But for everybody else, the Dugway Proving Ground is located on top of a secret army base and where they did biological studies in the early 50s and 60s. Now, the study is, uh, area is outside of Salt Lake City. Mormons come from there. Just saying, could be real, could be not. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> So who was really, um, the Dugway Proving Ground was actually um, responsible, and this has been proven uh, as well. They were responsible for the uh, Skull Valley Sheep Kill in 1968, which is a giant event in which the company military released a VX agent from a F-4 jet that killed over 6,000 sheep in the area. VX agent? A VX. Oh. The virus. Oh, so when you said agent, I immediately jumped to like, like this person. That's not 007. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. No, this is like a, like not, an aerosol kind of thing. All right, so it's Batman. This thing that's that the is this a fact or is this this is this is actually fact. Okay, so they released this, this aerosol agent yep. onto a, a a herd of sheep or an they, area. They released it into a um supposedly a non-populated area okay. around Salt Lake City. Mostly affecting sheep. Uh, it specifically affected livestock, not just sheep. But over 6,000 sheep were reported dead uh. within like 12 hours of the release of this toxin. So, so okay. All right. So what about this toxin is connected to the chupacabra then? Well, it's, it comes down to government conspiracy because the, the toxin also has like... So here, I'm getting into that. They were trying to manipulate the DNA of smaller creatures, which they also took this experiment in the 1930s and 1960s. And they did this experiment again in Puerto Rico, which is where we're getting this whole fucking start of this thing. Was, was the goal of this military experiment to, to change, like they knew it was going to change like the DNA composition or was that like just a side effect? <clears throat> Do we know? Uh, it's a little bit later on down the road. Okay, I got you. <laughs> foreshadowing. You are foreshadowing so hard right now. It's making me hard I'm for just... me to like discern information. Okay, all right. I'm sorry. I'm trying to prompt you, but okay, go ahead. You're, go you're ahead. good. I go just ahead. don't want to skip too far ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Um, so um, the Chupacabra has also been described as a, like a big-ass bat vampire and mutations of such that it could just been like the angry Bigfoot, which is what I was saying earlier. So that's what people have described it to look like, right? I just wanted to foreshadow that little bit of uh, information about the toxin and government in intervention there. Um, so the site there leaked reports of the chemical and biological mutation stories. Mutation stories. The government tested out these super soldier animals in where specifically they did this in Puerto Rico. They created biological and uh, neurotoxins that created uh, these animals to become more compliant, which is the goal anyway, to become more compliant and to be super strong and enhance their already natural features. Uh, the government tested out these super soldier animals. Um, and it is also in Puerto Rico where the is actually a home to an extremely large population of Reese's monkeys, which are actually not even native. I got to I got to I got to call I got to I got to pull a flag on. What flag? Did you say Reese's monkeys? Yes. I I'm not, I'm unfamiliar. It is a species of monkey. Okay. 
which is not native to Puerto Rico. You can Google it. I'm going to. Well, I just want to see what it looks like. It's not a Reese's cup. Because <laughs> that's what I was concerned I about. I know. I know. I know what you're saying, but it's it's literally not that. Dude. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Uh, the monkeys were brought there in the 1930s for oh, research. Oh, I see. They don't even testing. spell it that way. I. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I got. Okay. I did spell it that way in my notes, though. Though you spelled it the Reese's way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They don't spell it that way. I see now. Okay. 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 It's a, guys. If you had any any um, any any complaints about the Reese's monkeys. monkeys, these well, you know, <laughs> let's let's slow down. <laughs> You could probably eat the monkey, but no, th- this is a real monkey. I, I just googled it. You're you're more than welcome to it. It's R H Reese's something like that. I don't yes. Know. All right. Continue. Sorry. Okay. All right. So they were brought there in the 1930s for research, and they were tested and possibly affected by certain chemical spills of another VX toxin created by the government tested off of U.S. soil for political reasons. But when the experiments went wrong, they just let the animals run free. To either live or die in the island. The island of? Puerto Rico. Okay, okay, gotcha. gotcha. It's I wanted to make to sure I knew where we were geographically speaking. Well, Puerto Rico, which if you want to go ahead and Google this, is the southernmost tip also of the Bermuda Triangle. Oh. Which already has some very weird about that, right? We don't fuck with that, man. Amelia Earhart, bro. I know. You know what? I think they found her body, too. I, I saw that somewhere. Oh, well, that's a future episode. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Sorry. Sorry to intervene. So here's a story that came out of... This came from a gentleman who was a British man that lived in Texas. He was a reporter. And he wrote this story. He went to Puerto Rico in search of the truth about Chupacabra. During the week... Farm sucker. The far, Not the farmer sucker. The goat sucker. <laughs> So during the week of August 7th, 1995, a woman named Toledo saw something completely out of this world. Her quote is that she saw this weird thing. It was about three to five feet tall. It had spikes down its back, about 12 inches long. The spikes were 12 inches? Yeah. Whoa. So already very... That's fucking freaky. Very alien already, right? Yeah, if I saw that, I'd freak out. If I, what was her name? Uh, tel, uh, Telelinto. I if, can't say it. I'm not Spanish. If, no. if, if I was Telelinto, I would be fucking spooked. I mean, I'm already spooked just saying I mean, I'm spooked just hearing it. So just think of this five to three foot tall creature. And they're roughly... No like, hair. Yeah, they're hairless, right? Hairless. Weird. Super gray skin. Uh. Either black or red eyes. Very alien-like, right? Uh. She saw it for a few minutes before it went on two feet and then back home to four legs and skittered off into the woods. So it's probably mainly on four legs, but can go bipedal? Uh, it's primarily probably bipedal only when threatened, and this is my assumption. Um, but right, I think, We're making assumptions here. Absolutely. Okay, I got you. Because we don't know. Right, 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 right. So it's most likely very bipedal just when threatened or at like it trying might, to intimidate. It might use like... Oh, okay. But for speed, it probably it goes, goes to, to quad. Okay, I got yeah. you, I got you. That makes sense. I mean, I mean, we're assuming, and, uh, but that makes sense. I'm not an expert on animals, but bears do the same thing. Right. Yeah, they do. Okay. So it makes sense. Okay. That does make sense. I got you. Okay. Continue. So the creature she described had only three fingers, grayish skin, and it skipped a little bit like a kangaroo, but without a tail when it was in its bipedal form. The local newspaper had dubbed the beast El Chupacabra. Now, when, when this originally happened, was it? 
did she have like sheep or goats that were already? Oh, you have a what is this a picture? That's a picture that was drawn for the on newspaper. the paper. Wow. On the, yeah. So this I just showed him a drawing of the chupacabra, and I'll probably end up posting this too for my uh, for yeah my social followers. If you guys want to see it, go go check out his Instagram. Yep, I'll post it there. It'll be on Facebook and on Twitter. Um, okay, so legends of the chupacabras have been present in many cultures throughout history. One vampire-like creature has been gaining a considerable amount of notoriety, and that is the chupacabra. John, what's happening? <laughs> John, I, I, I have a question. Go ahead. I, I don't want to say it now because it's. Uh, I have a theory as to as to what might be like causing these injuries to these animals that is also native to the area. But I'm gonna I'm gonna hold off. No, so. go ahead and voice it now because I guarantee you your question will be answered within my like next five paragraphs. Okay, gotcha. So my guess is so like okay. So can you describe? Are there any reports of what the um, injury of, like, where the site is, where the chupacabra is? Yes. Okay. Do you so have, we have that? Most specific injuries and or afflictions to these creatures mm. either happen on the neck at the jugular veins mm. or they happen near the hindquarters at uh, what would be more of, like, on a human. Um, yeah, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nurse. Femoral so. artery. Yeah. Uh, Femoral artery. I got to trust you on that one. Yep. Um. That also goes with my theory, and, you know, obviously these two things can coexist. Like, the chupacabra could exist, and these injuries could exist, and come from another another animal that is also native to this area, which is the vampire bat. But vampire bat, in size, does not account for the amount of blood taken from the goats. Okay, okay, so these, we're... we're animal, the, the victims of the El Chupacabra are completely... They're, like, drained. Drained of blood. Okay. And then left in the pool of their remaining blood. Okay, so that does... Okay, so that kind of dispels any kind of theory that it might be... It's not a vampire one singular, bat. One if singular, it is a vampire bat, it has to be the world's largest fucking vampire bat. Again, yeah, Val Kilmer on steroids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay. Well, I just wanted to get that out of the way because, you know, that that's kind of a theory I drew up. Yeah. Um, but, okay. But you're, but you're saying, I mean, vampire bats, relatively speaking, they're very small creatures. They're You'd almost never notice, like, especially on livestock, like larger creatures, they don't really notice the blood missing. No, but and you're they, saying they normally attack cows. Vampire bats right, are very yeah. That's also about true. after bovines. That's also true. But you're saying these creatures are being, uh, I mean, next to completely drained of blood. Exactly. Interesting. Okay, okay, go on. So there is also a couple other different stories that range outside of Puerto Rico with similar puncture wounds on the neck, but also the creatures are missing their bones. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, What's I don't know how to explain it. What's happening to the bones? I don't know. Like, okay, so that's where it gets more complicated because the further north you go, it's almost like the creatures adapt their eating habits, whatever this climate. could be, to the climate. They, they, they so we're assuming they go more north. They need more calcium, so they're taking on. We're, we're assuming that there's not. It's not even just one creature. It's not even just one species, but maybe there's different species within the chupacabra family. Because of different areas, maybe? And that would be the idea. But that also takes me back to the possible alien aspect of this. Oh. Because in Puerto Rico, in 1970, <laughs> there is a, a mountain, I think it's called El Niunte. Okay. And the El Niunte Mountain, in 1960s through 1970, was reported as seeing uh, a lot of witnesses that live nearby, seeing a huge white fireball come out of the sky, crash into the mountain, leaving a very... UFO shaped hole in the side of the mountain. 
Uh, with quick government intervention, nothing else remained, except for nothing in the area within like a 10-mile radius around that area grows anymore. So that would, that would indicate radiation because high radiation levels. So there's a lot of different theories that maybe the Chupacabra merged over time after that accident, being an alien creature, formatted its DNA, and now has adapted itself to the climate and the sustenance required. Oh, oh we're, getting, we're getting weird. I mean, hey, that's tagline three of the show. We're getting weird. <laughs> we're getting weird. And did you look up El Yunte? No, I was trying to. So the 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 UFO thing that you were trying to explain to me, I think I had heard from a different podcast, mm. um, but I couldn't find any kind of defining feature, so I abandoned that. Uh, that this quest. is why pre research is very important. Well, and thank you for <laughs> thank you for doing it, because because like okay, guys, those those of you listening at home, um, the whole idea is that I know next to nothing about any of this. John, who already has like a lot of knowledge on this kind of stuff, and then also further does a lot of research on all this. So he's hitting me with all this information. I'm already a skeptic, so it's it's interesting for me. Not some people, people might, some I people listening to this might be like, "Yo, so I saw Chupacabra. I would, I want to hear about it. Yeah, <laughs> I want to hear about it. If you see a Chupacabra, let Tweet me know. this man. Because look, all right, so I, we're recording out of the state of Kentucky. Okay, this might just be my redneck intuition, but I also have found a story. Oh, you're good. Yes, that's right. He did prepare a story. Uh, do you want to play that now? I do want to play that now. Should we? Uh, you could give me about 12 seconds. Okay. You just sent me the picture, and I'm laughing my ass off. <laughs> <laughs> the Scooby-Doo El Chupacabra. Oh, my God. There's another picture uh, in that image search where it's, like, on top of a skyscraper, and it's, like, King Kong Oh, size. God. It's ridiculous. So they're, they're pushing the limits there. It's really weird. Yeah. Okay. It's Scooby-Doo. It's Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Scooby-Doo-Doo. Yeah, you know what we I mean? We can't say the rest. Because we will get sued now. Because <laughs> you will be demonetized. <laughs> All right. So I do want you guys to hear this out. Um, so I recently found a, a news story from WLKY. This is a Kentucky local. Louisville mostly based. Louisville mostly based production news company. Um, and they had taken this story. Is it the legend, a folk legend, or has a local farmer actually found proof of the mysterious chupacabra, an elusive animal said to feed off the blood of livestock? Well, that question has residents in Nelson County buzzing after a farmer captures the unusual an animal. So far, that can't be explained. WLKY's Ann Bowden went to Nelson County and to see where the farm and see the animal herself. She joins us now with more. And, and before you get going, was it as unusual as residents are saying it is? Rick, I, I really cannot explain it. It is hard to explain it. And unless you see it in person, pictures really don't do it justice. It is just freakishly weird. And you don't know how to explain it, whether it's a chupacabra or not. Walked out and walked out on the porch and I saw something moving down in this little field below the house here and it, uh, just looked unusual. That strange creature moved closer along Mark Cawthorn's farm home, causing him to look through his binoculars. He even what? called his wife to look as well. But the more they looked, the more unusual it appeared. Oh, well, it's fuck. something strange, so I'm going to get my rifle and shoot it and, and get a close look, you know. And I'm glad I did because it's, you know, I don't know what it is. It's been anything from a big rat to a... Uh, the legendary Chupacabra. And the Chupacabra. It's been a mystery since 1995, with sightings all over the U.S. from Texas to Maine. The legend says the elusive dog-like creature attacks livestock, bleeding them dry of blood, their favorite being goats. 
The sightings and mystery has made the animal infamous, and it's no different at the Corner Coffee Shop and Bakery in Bardstown. But at the Humane Society and Animal Control of Nelson County, the explanation of the chupacabra is simple. It's a coyote with mange, come on. And of course, this animal is not, it's too small to be a coyote, but uh, I saw the photos, and it looks like it's probably a raccoon or a possum that has mange. It's not a mysterious animal. Well, cats got you know, kind of retractable claws, and this has obvious claws. Uh, the, the paws are different than a raccoon. The ears are too big to be a raccoon. It's definitely not a possum. The mystery should be solved at the first of the year when Cawthorn says a biologist from the Kentucky Department of Fish and Wildlife will test the animal's DNA. Yeah, it puzzles me. I, I like to have an answer. A, lot, a whole lot of people around would too. Cause <laughs> You can say that again. Now, Mark Cawthorn says that he is an experienced hunter and trapper, and he knows his critters. And he says this is a first for him, and he's keeping it frozen until it gets tested. Live in the newsroom, Ann Bowden, WLKY News. So, it is an unusual-looking critter. Thank you, Ann. And as Ann mentioned, the first sightings of the chupacabras were in Puerto Rico and Mexico in 1995. They were blamed for sucking the blood of goats. And in case you're wondering, if someone calls you a chupacabra, Get insulted because of the Spanish translation that literally <laughs> means goats. <laughs> I love so, how you try to so add that joke in there. <laughs> I want to, I want to, I want to point out three things that I have a problem with automatically, which may just kind of attribute to the fact that Louisville is a smaller city. WLKY probably doesn't have a lot, a lot of the resources that it's good. And I have places. three problems with that story so, too. And I watched the video. So number one, uh, most of the sightings up until this point, right, have described like the spines coming mm -hmm, out. Mm -hmm. They didn't. They didn't describe that at all. Um, also, the guy who saw the creature said it could be either a rat or a dog. Now, right, no, no, that was the lady from the animal hospital. No, she was saying it could be a raccoon with mange or something like that. But the thing is, is like, I think that. Like if there's a if there's an in between between like a large rat and a dog, it's not gonna be a raccoon, and it's certainly not gonna be a coyote or a possum. That's what I'm saying. That doesn't make that she sense. She said it could be and the then, things that she was saying doesn't make any fucking sense. And this sense. is why actually looking like seeing the video, and I wish I would have that for you ready. Yeah, but I do, but it not. Um, it is. I watched. He had the video, and he pulled the animal out of his freezer. Oh, uh, I was able to see what I'm looking at, okay. and it looks very similar to the species, types, and DNA and partial bodies that were found of supposed chupacabras in Puerto Rico. It does this, not have the skull structure, the the bite radius, or the snout or muzzle of a, any animal that is currently known, right? Uh, as well as the fact it doesn't really hold... Uh, even with the mange aspect of things, it doesn't really hold that theory because the color of the skin is more black than gray. Uh -huh. The uh, the amount of hair on the skin is very fine, not thick, so it doesn't really fit to the mange. It's more mange hairless is, than like missing patches. It's not missing patches or hairless. Yeah, it's, it's it's very fine hair. Yeah, which is more akin to like more hairless creatures. Like like you see a hairless cat. It's not that it doesn't have hair. It's just super thin and exactly. sparse, which doesn't accumulate to the possibility. Like because mange, mange is like like hairless, thick fur. It's patchy. And it's loss of hair. Yeah, it's balding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So and there's then, some weird stuff in there. Some also, it's canines. The canines on the on this creature were extremely enlarged, uh, like overbite enlarged. Okay. 
Gotcha. Um, and as well as in the one I saw in Puerto Rico, which is another art thing I found during the History Channel's research, they had several scientists do some dissections and, and, and interventions. But also, what the weirdest thing is, I see all these different programs and these videos of these creatures, these bodies that look very similar to each other. But only thing, two things don't add up. The creatures that we find are very small. So to me, that means they're the young ones. Because the all witness and eyewitness depictions are three to five feet tall, uh-huh. human height. Roughly, yeah. These are less than four feet. Another thing that I think that we need to, and again, this is why I say, like, it might just be because of WLKY being kind of a smaller. Um, they well, said that their first major the, news media, when have they ever their, told the their truth. first sighting was in Puerto Rico in 1995. That was but wrong. you, but yeah, you have accounts going back much further than that. Absolutely. So. The first sighting I think I cited was, uh, what 60 or 70. Yeah. And you were saying that 1968 and it started with experiments back in the 30, uh, started in the thirties, the first experiments. And that's just, that's a yeah. theory as to how this creature could have come about, could have come about, right? Which okay, gotcha. is not attunement to the alien creature theory. Now, if it is alien, that's different. Yeah. Who says an alien doesn't get horny once in a while, wants to You're- fuck some goat. <laughs> and then now you got the goat fucker. I mean, sucker. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Jesus, <laughs> we're off the rails, off the rails, but it's okay. It's just like, there's a lot of mystery surrounding it. And to me, from a major news source media mm. covering this story, but then them missing on certain key details yeah. with their report, like very obvious details that are part of the, the whole well, fucking to me, story. To me, that just, that screams like this is a, cover si- up. this is a, si- mm. it's a cover up. Well, okay. Let me offer something. Okay. That's not, a, that's from a skeptic's point of view. Not a crazy guy. Got you. To me, that screams, okay, there, this is a side story. This isn't like the main, like, six o'clock news or whatever. This is a side story <laughs> and whatever like intern or like newbie, uh, you know, uh, investigative journalism guy was assigned to this job probably did the minimal, you know, research on this. Absolute minimum. That's, that would be my, like your theory is, Oh, maybe government cover up. I'm offering a more less sketchy mm. idea to that. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Like for for you skeptics out there, that's like, oh, it's not a cover up. Maybe it's just some dude didn't feel like doing the work, and that's why we've got these discrepancies going on. Maybe, maybe. So I I can see where you're coming from on that, and I'm not disputing it. Like the whole point of this is just to open our minds. Yeah. The whole point of the show is to open our minds. Let's to the have a discussion. Yeah, I just want to open everybody's minds. I personally. Don't know if I completely believe in the chupacabra, but after seeing certain videos and pictures um, during my research over the past like month, I'm skeptically becoming more and more a believer in it, which is not hard for me to do because I'm already a believer in a lot of other weird shit. I'll, I'll say this, and I'm glad that you brought that up because I think that that's like whenever me and you have an episode, I think that that's important for us to gauge on where we were before this and where we were and where we are now. I came into this 100% prepared to not believe anything you were saying. I do, I do not believe in the chupacabra right now. Okay. However, <laughs> however, however, no, you have not convinced me. However, yeah. what I will say is having more knowledge going into it, I would be more open. I would take further information a little bit more seriously than before. That's fair. Like, I mean, it, there's... Billions of articles and pages and documentations and research from scientists to civilians. Like, 
there's so much out there, man. Right. I, I only can capture so much of a synopsis within this episode. Right. And what I'm saying is, is like before, you know, I ha- I had to listen to you because it's my job to listen to you <laughs> on the show. Obviously, yeah, he has no choice. He's tied up. Yeah, I'm I'm <laughs> going back to the pilot. Uh, <laughs> But no, but but like it was my job to listen, and so but if 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 this was just a normal conversation, you would have started saying things about the super guy, right? And I would have been like, "Go fuck yourself." No, you'd have walked away. And now, now even after this episode's over, and I'm not required to listen to you, I would at least listen to the information that you're having or that you're saying, and I would at least consider it. And that's progress. And that's progress. That's all I can ask for. And you know what? I would say for any skeptics out there, uh, and and I think that this is going to hold true to a lot of these episodes that me and you do. Um, I think that uh, the more information that you have about something that you are pretty much prepared to just not believe, you're a little bit more open. Definitely still don't believe in El Chupacabra. At least yet. I have but, some more <laughs> facts here that well, might we've still you. got about We've still got about 15 minutes if you want to hit me with some stuff. I got you. Okay. We got that. All right, let's let's I got let's at dive least into a story it. Or two. Yeah. Let's let's uh let's what take do you a say? Bite. <laughs> What, what do you say? Let's take a bite. <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so the the story he mentioned on the news article, right, sounds very similar to another story that I found uh, from 1975 where there was a lot of dead dogs with no bones and no blood. There's a woman named Anna. I couldn't find much more information on that. She tried to stay. She's very socially and internet anonymous. She was driving along dark roads when a 50-foot-tall, muscular, bat-like creature dropped in front of her with huge 15-foot wings tucked behind it. Can I, can I take a sidebar real quick? Okay. For one, we're getting a little crazy here. I think it's time to... Uh, we're not. I think it's, I think it's time to uh, do what you, in your canon, is, is taking a shot. So I'll play the little... Oh, I'm so glad you did that. <laughs> um, so, for anyone who hasn't listened to the mega episode of Thoughts from the Mothership, I uh, I believe it's episode three. I mm-hmm. highly recommend you listen to it. John started, you know, he, basically he was doing this 45-minute episode in about three minutes. It was really hard. Along with, like, seven other people laughing at him, mm-hmm. which is very difficult to do. <laughs> Congratulations. Constantly <on>. negated and <laughs> insulted. I was impressed. <laughs> this is where, because you had to try to fit all the information, this is where I turned on you. Because everything that you had said up until this point was consistent. Now you're talking about a 50-foot <laughs> thing with wings. To be fair, she's probably 4 foot 11. Like, let's just be fair. This woman's aspect ratio could be off. It was dark. So, yeah, okay. Thank you for that. Thank you for at least saying that maybe the account could be, you know, the, the, the person could be kind of conscruing the information. I appreciate that. But a 50 to a 15-foot wing ratio does make sense. Okay, explain. Even in... So, when you walk into a room, a very large room, uh-huh. how do you gauge how wide that room is? Um, By just putting the numbers to your like, head. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I know I'm roughly six foot tall, so I kind of put that proportionately throughout the room. So, you know what a size of a tractor trailer is just by off the top of your head, you could adjust your vision based upon that. In, right? If I was looking at the tractor trailer, I could gauge roughly how large it was. If okay. you're telling me right now to compare a tractor trailer to this room, so I have no idea. Put a tractor trailer next to a very large and old forest of trees. Okay. So you can see. And now you're seeing the creature in 
Okay, I see what you're saying. You see what I I'm got, saying? I got, I got you. So it okay. adjusts your perspective. Okay. But the math adds, adds up. So based upon the distance that the creature was. At least was, in the hum- her experience. Exactly. Okay, based upon you. her height, okay. her experience, the distance the creature was from her, and the background in which was per, uh, pronounced upon the situation, that could be accurate as far as her perspective. Not saying it's accurate in actual size, but who wants to get close to a very large muscular bat creature with large wings that expand past the road. What you're more saying is that the the measurements might be exaggerated, but the ratios would not be exaggerated. Exactly. I got you. Exactly. So this is a large creature. But this is interesting, though, because this is the first example of, I'm assuming this is still El Chupacabra. Yeah. This is the first example of one having wings. This is. Do you have more information on that? I do. Okay, perfect. <laughs> and more foreshadowing. I swear he must be psychic. <laughs> no. He did no research, no. folks. He did no research. I'm, I'm literally just taking the interesting parts I'm trying to prompt you. And you're flailing away at it very accurately. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so let me accurately say this. Um, her, her statement is very short. It, she said it was a 50-foot-tall muscular bat creature that dropped in front of her with huge 15-foot wings tucked behind it, and it walked on two legs. It had large, glowing red eyes. And then when it spotted her, it unfurled its wings, which is where she got its span from. You know, the distance of a single two-lane road, it's way over 15 feet. And it took a one and a two good flap and flew off. So... Literally, man, bat, can I, I guess you could say. <laughs> could I pick your brain for a second? Okay. Now, to me, this is the most unbelievable uh, sighting that you've given me so far. But is it, though? Because there's okay, more, so that's than, what I there's more than a few sightings like this that do not relate to the Chupacabra, but they're called something else in, in North so America. You, so are you think, saying maybe this creature might have been misidentified as the Chupacabra? I, I am. Like, okay. have you ever thought about, have, have you ever heard of her, the Mothman? No, and I'm sure we'll get into it in a separate there's episode. A but what you're saying is like, that. what you're saying is like this creature, this might have been a, an actual sighting. Of something but But they else. categorized... Okay. Yes. All right. I'm willing to believe that. I wasn't on board with calling this thing an El Chupacabra because it didn't match any of the other sightings. But what you're saying is, is that this creature might have been miscategorized. So that, that's, that again goes into my theory of evolution. Uh, if it is an alien creature, and this is where I'm getting confused a little bit. Okay. Because I'm not, I'm not a scientist. Right. I don't claim to be. No, we're big apes. Absolutely. <laughs> but in the history... It does show that there are certain species of creatures or microorganisms, especially in science, that show that they can adapt themselves to new environments very quickly and very extremely in order to sustain survival. So can I intervene there? Mm Because, like, as somebody being more science forward, your first sighting was roughly... Okay, let's say that five the first tall. creature was, was the first creature came about in the 30s. And people are a lot shorter back then, and so were women back then, which were but, a lot of the sightings reported by women. But if you if you take a creature that looks that's roughly 5 feet and looks more like a dog and in less than 100 years now you have this 50-foot creature with wings, that's I mean I know under extreme conditions evolution can happen very quickly, but that's Really extreme in under a hundred years. You feel Almost me? extraterrestrially extreme. Okay, so if you want to go that route, I have nothing to say. 
but it's valid. Like, can you? I mean, if you, you can't go the explain, alien route, route, explain. If you go the alien route, it is absolutely valid. Which, again, re, re, re goes back to the report of an alien-sized hole, crater, and bright lights and flashes in, happening in Puerto, Rico. in Puerto Rico. Okay. 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 So, I mean, it, there's a there's a reason that the translation. There's a lot to unpack. Could happen there. There's a lot to there's a lot to digest. And then there. again. Puerto Rico being the southernmost tip of the Bermuda Triangle. It's it, There's a lot of weird things happening. There is. There's and it's been things. a very large hub for extraterrestrial research and disappearances and sightings and more. You know, I mean, it, it, it's so much to unpack. I'm not saying we're going to do it in an episode, but I'm no. saying it leaves it open to interpretation. What I would say is, like, if this, like, it, like when we, when we start, like, next year... If this is like one of the more popular episodes, that you got a lot of feedback, then maybe we revisit it. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So if that's something I actually you plan guys are... to revisit this after episode 30, if I still have listeners. There we go. Well, we're only going up, right? Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, I didn't lose anybody. Hey, if you guys have made creature. it, if you guys have made it this far, congratulations. <laughs> uh, you guys are absolute fucking winners. If you didn't lose, get a gloss by 50 foot creature, then we're already on a win. <laughs> <laughs> All right, continue. Tell me your story. So. The little so here's some uh, other facts I pulled out of that research. Um, uh, the creature has been most consistent conundrum for cryptologists and scientists, which is scientists who study animals that may or may not be real. Cryptologists, that's the definition, in North and South America for more than 50 years. Now, with sightings in various regions of Puerto Rico, Brazil, Chile, Mexico, and the United States, this one will be the most traveled beast of all cryptology. Even more so than, like, Bigfoot? Absolutely. Bigfoot's only been spotted in North America. Nowhere near South America, Chile, or Brazil, or Puerto Rico. Right, but, like, the size of the the force... Okay, I, I'm not trying to hijack this. Go ahead. Most traveled theory and story. Okay. So, most sightings seen across multiple Confirmed nations. sightings. Yes. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. not theoretical. Exactly. Okay, okay. gotcha, gotcha. The anonym, the anomaly. It's like saying anomaly. sea anemone. It's an anomaly. <laughs> <laughs> the anomaly since the early 1950s, the chupacabra was at its height of notoriety during the early 1990s, uh, even surpassing such longtime favorites as Nessie or the Loch Ness monster, and even Bigfoot. During the 90s, the chupacabra gained its notoriety within popular culture. At an alarming like Scooby Doo. <laughs> <laughs> now you're just hearing me and John fuck about. <laughs> Pretty much. So, Tales of the Chupacabra first emerged in Puerto Rico in the late 1990s. They described the bipedal creature, and notice that they're saying bipedal. Yeah. Bipedal creature, four or five feet tall, with large eyes, See, spikes again, down its is, back, and this long is consistent. claws. That's, I like the consistency. See what I'm saying? So the consistency is what does it for me. This is why I'm willing to believe and it. And this is why I brought two different points of perspective into the, uh, my research here. The beast people claimed was responsible for killing and draining the blood of livestock and an act that earned its name, a.k.a. Mm. the goat sucker. Chupacabra. Wow. And there's more. Oh, you have more. I do. Okay. You said I have 15 minutes, so I'm going to go ahead and fill no, it. No, no, please. Night. Fill it. Um, fill this bitch. I wrote all this down. I might as well speak no, it. No, you guys should see it. He's got a whole lot. It's, it's, it's an ordeal. Laptop. It's an ordeal. <laughs> he's, he's prepared. The reason these animals get identified as chupacabras is because they've lost their own 
owing or uh, scarocopic, and I'm really bad at scientific you're, names. You're, yeah, you're crushing it. The word for mange, it's okay. mange. They've lost their own hair, or they have mange. That has been a specific reason why these animals have been identified as chupacabras. But scientifically and DNA-wise, they have been disproven quite a bit. But there are multiple cases, like the one here in Kentucky. I did some research into that. Very limited research and very covered-up research. But let me tell you, there has been no release to say that it was or was not yet. And that happened in 2010. So why has it taken this long to get that could I, information? Could, could I ask you, as, as, as the theorist, uh-huh. what is the... What 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 is what does the government stand to gain from covering this up? Well, is it just because it started this, out with the, the chemical? Well, no, not necessarily. Before twenty twenty, a lot of people. Did well, you not, said the height of the like was in the nineties. Yeah. So, okay. so again, alien conspiracy, government conspiracy. But in in twenty twenty, the government completely came out and said yes, there was our contact with alien creatures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that contacted the government. We made a deal. Da 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 da. We'll get to that until another episode. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 huge news, but nobody knows about it because why? They were all focused on other political matters. But I'm asking specifically about the Algebra Cabra. Is it just because that? That it may have started, like, the creature may have come from some kind of chemical project that the military was... Is that why they're, like, trying to cover it up, or is there... It could be the fact that the government's trying to cover up aliens, which they have done, until they admitted that aliens do exist in in 2020. Yeah. So, all that predates and posts makes sense. Or... Well, yeah, because that, be, that came out of a FOIA request, right? No, it came out of the government finally... Getting enough warrior requests. Okay, okay, gotcha. And enough evidence being brought to light by conspiracy theorists and people and researchers like me who do the work and But I'm still I'm still very confused as to why the government would cover up this I mean if you're going the alien route, I get what you're saying, but like outside of the alien route So here's the bottom line. I know I'm already being watched by the government at this point. Oh shit. Based upon my Google research TSA, please. I'm 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 zip tied. I'm Here, you want to call one? Oh yeah. Yeah, I got a call. Here, hand me that one so I can replace it. Yep. We're uh, we're just exchanging uh, liquid, for liquid death. Yeah, put that in post, please, if you can. Oh, I will. <laughs> Hankering for liquid death. <laughs> oh, it's cold. Do you have the spritzer one? I do. Yeah, let me get that. Can you hand me uh, if there is one? Uh, uh, we're gonna nine. cut all this in post. Nope. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. That's a Dr Pepper. <laughs> <laughs> so it's one of those things, man. It's like either you do the research and you want to put yourself out there because anybody who has documented hey, sir. any of this stuff, right? So anybody who has done the, the, the research, this is the first black can I've got. I'm really excited about yeah, it. Yeah, so the liquid death, they color it black when it's sparkling water. It's pretty dope. Oh, There's some that's of that. the sweet uh, sound of liquid death sparkling hey we got it in there yeah honestly uh also i do it's the only sponsorship that i'm after and it's not about money i just want them to give us water you've also like they need to give us water because we drink so much (laughs) i got this you got this i got this bro you're good you're good you're good good. all right it was a little tall a little tall for my taste oh i barely hit the meniscus i just i also didn't want to drink too much of your bottle because i've got a whole gallon of four roses um oh shit i don't have a timer hold on 
Chupacabra. Yes. After these messages, we'll be right back. Anyway, so let's keep continuing. Let's uh take a bite. Let's take a bite. Out of the goat sucker. Goat sucker. Thou came in. How was that shot? Sorry, I, I muted my mic because I was hoping you were going to keep going. Yeah, I had a plan, but it didn't work. So how did that shot go? Very smooth. Yeah, um, yeah sorry, I, didn't, I forgot to press the button. So um, real quick, before I read this next story, I want uh, to be very specific here. There is uh, a little research that the History Channel did, which I honestly, I'm not against the History Channel. They do have a biased opinion, I believe, as a company, but they release they're a lot. They're the Discovery yeah, Discovery they're, they're all part of the same network, yeah. but they do release a lot of good information that either it's it's tainted, but it does match up with a lot of research. They give you all the information that's already available, and then it's up to you. Well, most, I mean, it's like multi- most media. media. They're media companies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> no, Absolutely no, that's not. why you have me and John. John believes, and I do not. That's why you ha- we have both. Yeah, something or another. <laughs> so here's a quick little uh, snippet. Oh, are we, are we playing a? Are we playing a yeah. thing? Okay. I'll- I was totally shocked because I had never seen anything that looked like this animal looked. They're actually taking chickens and livestock and actually sucking the blood out of them. From Puerto Rico to the U.S. mainland, the mystery deepens. The animal was probably not a dog, probably not a coyote. Now what? Strange photos of an animal that stalks the night. The chupacabra. It was very short. So I was about to say, give me like a three-second counter when it's about to end so I can unmute us. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. Yeah. Um, I heard almost none of that. (laughs) Okay. Could you... uh, You want to play it again? Let's fucking play it again. I was totally shocked. Because Shocked. I had never seen Shocked. anything that looked like this animal looked. They're actually taking chickens and livestock and actually sucking the blood out of them. From Puerto Rico to the U.S. mainland, the mystery deepens. The animal was probably not a dog, probably not a coyote. Now what? Strange photos of an animal that stalks the night. The chupacabra. The problem with the whole, like, coyote thing is, like, Coyotes just kill and eat the flesh. Don't suck the blood. Exactly. I don't like that comparison. It well, doesn't make any it's sense. It's because of size of body. Yeah, yeah, I get that, but like, but it's absolutely insane yeah, guess, to make the comparison. I guess it's just humans trying to make sense of it. They're like dumb never, humans. Well, I mean, like, unless you're like kind of with the supernatural, like you are, like a normal human would see that and they're like, I can't explain this. Okay, what's the closest thing to this that I could explain that's in my area? Oh, coyote. Oh, okay. So that's just saying like all ice cream is gelato because I'm from Italy. Okay, but does that make sense? No, but like No, it does not. When people are scared. It's sca- not gelato, it's when, ice cream. They're okay, different things. When people are scared, they try to make sense of things, right? So like okay. when you're in a dark room and you hear a noise, you pretend like it's even if it is something paranormal. You I don't. Pretend, I said, "Hey, what yeah, are you doing?" Yeah, I know because you're crazy. But I'm, 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 I'm talking about normal people. Normal people, like when I hear a noise in a dark room, I'm like, "Oh, that's the shaky pipes. It could be some actual shit." Oh, but I'm like, "Oh, that's shaky pipes." Because I need to go to sleep because I got work at seven. <laughs> like I don't do that. In a later episode, we do talk about shaky pipes, but <laughs> <laughs> and we're not talking about your ex girlfriend. No. <laughs> That's Zinger, job. Zinger. Oh, we're taking a left turn. <laughs> Look out, guys! 
now, man. Like it, it's just like it's making those conspir- uh those comparisons to conspiracy theories. Just try to rationalize something doesn't mean that it's, it makes it, sense. I think that it's human reaction to try to like like to accept that something strange has happened and that you can't explain is very difficult for the human mind to but do. But why is it then okay psychologically speaking? That's what I'm saying. Why is it psychologically speaking human nature? To make more of a situation when you're in a situation. No, I think they're trying to simplify it. I think that instead of admitting that something has happened that they can't explain, they try to make up something in their mind that they can't explain. But that doesn't, that way they can that doesn't always work to the accounts. I agree. I agree. I'm Groot. I'm Groot. No! Does anybody have any tape out there? I want to put some tape over the death button. But, but the, I'm saying the majority of people. The other people you have, like the guy on the WLKY, he was like, no, this, like there's there's a certain group of people who's like, no, I don't know what this is. We got to talk about this. <laughs> like you. I mean, yeah, I mean, that is me. Like but so most like, people are going to, they're going to put, they're going to shrug it off. You so know what I mean? A very good friend of mine went to a place in North Carolina recently. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're not talking about me. I'm not. <laughs> All right. He went to a place. It's called the Devil's Circle. And I did not prepare to oh. tell this ep- uh, this story, but so hopefully it's, it's very, short. It's, it is sh- okay. shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's a very good story. Okay, you shut the fuck up. So this, I, is, this is a friend I've known for a very long time. Bitch. He's also um, like minded with me when it comes to spiritual openness and practicing and everything like that. So he went to North Carolina mm. with a couple other females, mm. and they went to the place called Devil's Circle. Okay, I don't like this. He told me the story of his trip. He went to a place. Now, this is a place that has been known for quite a long time to never have any growth in this area. The circle of the devil or the devil's vegetation and no vegetation grows here. And there's two paths, (laughs) two paths that lead into it, which also do not grow vegetation in a very unnatural sense of the matter. It's not like somebody's burning it. It's not like it's being cut down. It just literally is not growing bare dirt. Nothing. There's no track marks. There's no tractor marks. There's no weed eaters. There's no evidence of anything. Now, this place, when they went there, they already started experiencing some weird feelings, but they went ahead with it anyway. When they got close, they parked on the side of the road, and he looked at the clock. It said 2 a.m. They walked down this path that leads to it, the circle of the devil or the devil circle. It was about a 10 minute walk. They finally get to the location. Now, they each three had different accounts of what was happening on that spot. My friend walked into the spot and he believed he walked it right back out. I was hearing noise in the background. I didn't know what it was. I had people yelling in the hallway. <clears throat> Sorry, we'll cut it. He walked into the circle and he heard nothing except for himself walking back out. Now, the other two people that were there are also very spiritually inclined. He is more so than the other two. Now, there was a situation that occurred where they were trying to wake him up, get him back into his senses, and they were in the middle of this circle for about 45 minutes. One of them had a phone, and they were recording the whole time, and they, they had documentation of it until they left the circle, which is insane. 
So when they finally convinced themselves, he kept saying, hey, I want to go down this other path. I want to walk down this other path. I feel called to walk down this other path. The other path he was referring to in the, in the lore of this area has been referred to as the Devil's Gateway, where the devil walks himself from hell and takes people. His other friends talked him out of it. They smacked him. They woke him up. And he said, I don't know what you're talking about. I never said that. We've only been here for a few minutes. They're like, we've been here for fucking 45 minutes, almost an hour. And then they said, we got to get the fuck out of here. And they walked back to the Jeep. Now, again, another 10-minute walk. 45 minutes later and another 10-minute walk. That's almost an hour back to their vehicle. They get back in the vehicle and it was 2.01 a.m. Only one minute has passed. None of that makes sense. So they just got back to that Jeep, and it was 2.01 a.m. They left at 2 a.m., which was very weird. He thought it was extremely odd. And then they start driving away. And as they're driving, they see a pair of headlights, very bright, brighter than usual even, following behind them. And they're driving for miles. And they're trying to remember how they got there. And the GPS on the phone's not working. Nothing is working. And the lights suddenly raise up in the sky and then disappear. They keep on driving, they cross over a pair of railroad tracks, and then the lights reappear right behind them. And this is so close to the vehicle now that they could feel the vibration in their vehicle. And it's a humming almost, like the whole vehicle is vibrating like somebody has their bass turned way up, but it's not possible. They had no radio, they had no music, they had no cell phones, they had no GPS. And they just know, I need to drive straight, I need to drive straight. They cross a pair of another railroad tracks, which he believes were the older set, which were made of iron. As soon as they crossed those tracks, those lights disappeared, they turned off, they were gone. They went up another quarter of a mile, they took a right turn, and headed back towards town. All they knew that they needed to do was get away. That's weird as fuck. It's absolutely terrifying. You went on an almost an hour long adventure, and according to your time, your timepiece, roughly in, sixty seconds at best, two and a half minutes at most. That's crazy. That's crazy. So there's no explanation. I for think that, that out, outside of everything else that happened, that would fuck me up the most. I mean, at least that. Yeah, your your GPS stops that. working. Everything else stops working. You know what I mean? And I, and I do have plans. I want to bring him on here and have him tell the story, too, because the way yeah, he tells it cool. is fucking insanity. Yeah. yeah. I was terrified. <laughs> like When he told it to me, he's like, yo, dude, I, I'm never going back there. I'm never <laughs> going back there. My only instinct was, God damn it, I really want to go there. <laughs> like, I want to meet the devil. Like, fuck it. Like, shit's going to happen. It's going to happen. Let, let's, let's get into it. And, that, and that's where the point of this story that I told started is that I have that drive, man. Like, I don't give a fuck if it happens to me as long as people are safe and live. But I want to find the truth. And I'm willing to go the distance. And I want to take everybody here with me. I want to take body mics or recording equipment. I want to see what happens and what we can get out of something like that. I think that if 
if this becomes a big thing, and, and listeners, this is this is widely going to depend on you guys. Absolutely. Um, the more and more listens Support. that we get from you guys, uh, the more downloads, the more likes, comments, all that stuff, the more engagement that we get um, about this show, um, the more resources we, we will allocate to this show. I mean, it, it's not out of the realm of possibility for me to see, like, special wolf takes a bite out of, you know, episodes where – we mic you up uh, and we even film and maybe even fly out to haunted locations. I don't see that out of the realm of possibility Absolutely. as long as the support is there. And we can so even start as close as Waverly Hills. That's, mm, uh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Which has also been waited, what, the fifth or tenth most haunted place? It's very haunted. It's yeah. very haunted, and I'm not a believer, but boy, oh boy, did, did I take a picture that I have uh, avoided this place for quite a long time in my life, and every time I get close to it, weird shit happens to me. I am a spiritual medium. Things happen around me, man. I I took a picture, um, and um, while I was there. Oh, really? And you have um, that? I can pull it up for you if you like. It'll take me a second because it's deep. Um, but basically, uh, while we were on the tour, mm-hmm. going through the grand tour. Um, and the tour guide is telling us about we get to the the top floor and the tour, three or four um, three if you're not counting the the, roof, the basement yeah. Um, yeah the basement so um, and then the the tour guide is like okay well there's this famous story of a the 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 top floor was where the the children's nursery was right uh, that's where they kept the kids. Second floor was surgery. If you guys don't know, uh, uh, Waverly was a tuberculosis uh, kind of place um, in Kentucky. Thank um, you for saying because I couldn't say that in the last episode. A, a lot of people were were very sick and, and died there, which is why it's supposedly haunted. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top floor, there was this supposedly this nurse who was dealing with these kids, and I guess she grew an attachment to like this certain kid or something. And Young the, girl. She's about 10 years old. And the grief of of this child dying drove the nurse to jump off of the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to find this picture for you so that you can see. I want to look up statistics of how many deaths actually happened there. So, and, and if you want, I can, I can send this picture to you. Um, that way you can post it on your yeah. Instagram. Yeah. Sure. I took this picture in 2012. So right after they were saying she jumped right off of this balcony now, um, I believe that the common uh, nurses wear for this particular place was a red skirt and white dress yep. uh, everywhere else. Or um, a white uh, nurse's it, it gown. Was, it, was, it was a white gir- nurse's gown uh, with a red skirt, I believe. I don't know. But the, the place that I took this picture, they pointed to, and they said that's where she jumped. I want you to take a look at this photo. This oh, has been one of the most. picture? This I took that photo myself. Holy fuck, dude. You see what I'm saying? No, yeah, I do. That's that has been the closest What? to fuck with me. And I have more I've I've like 20 pictures from the place. You can see there's a lot of orbs which you can explain from like camera lighting and stuff. You, you can use swipe. Flash? Uh I did I did use flash. Um so you can swipe, you can look around that entire album. There's a lot of orbs and stuff which you know, a lot of people can point out is like that's, I love how you took a picture of room 502, you know. There's a there's a lot of people who like when you're taking pictures, 
you know, when you're using flash, the, you know, dust particles can create orbs and stuff. But that it wasn't. No, that's, that's an irregular shape. That's stationary, dude. That's something. That, that was an irregular shape. That I can see it now. It's her climbing up onto the ledge. That's what it looked like to me, and it fucked with me so bad. And it's the closest oh, I've come to being God. like. That's the closest I've come to being like I believe in ghosts. I've been there many times, and I haven't done many photo researches. Yeah, but now I need to because that it, has been the most extensive I, video look, evidence or look photo at the, evidence. Look at the look at the whole album. I believe there's a picture of me and uh, my now ex girlfriend Sadie. I believe there's a picture of us there that proves that I'm the one that took those photos. Maybe there is. Maybe there isn't. There's at least a photo of Sadie uh, in there. She's a short blonde girl. Some graffiti that says Gray Man Media. That's cool. Well, no, there's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, okay, let's see here. There's only one picture of three people in it, and it's nobody's faces. Okay. Well, but there's I mean, a giant light source at the bottom. I, I, I was trying to prove that, again, see, the, the orbs were very strange, but again, a lot of skeptics can explain that off or whatever. No, none of your other pictures, even in the catacombs or the death boxes, as they were called, none of them show any kind of orbs here, except for those two pictures. There's only two pictures here that actually show indication. And that but specifically, the, you having a black background, and I know the area very well. I live. It's near dark. There. It's dark over there. For you it's to have a light that literally pans in the well, shape I, I of did, a human. Again, I did use flash, but again, I mean, my guess is is that if if that is something paranormal, which I get, there's I'm, no reflective surface here. Though. My guess is is that uh, because it's some medium between the real world and the afterlife, there that's what's causing the reflection i'm guessing i don't know but i'm also i'm a skeptic and i don't want to believe that, that no. but that is some, i've seen a lot of fiddle photos right and I've, I've looked into this like i've seen some fakes i've seen some reels that's the raw that's the that's raw footage raw as fuck. I, I really wish that i had more evidence that proves that i was the one that took that photo i, I believe I, you took your photo i believe you took the photo I, I did it was very strange but there's also like five other spirits from there According to the orbs, but again, you can make up an explanation for the orbs. That's not an orb. No, that's it's not. not. That's an irregular shape. If you want, guys, I'll, I'll send it to John. He'll post it up on his Instagram yes. so that way you guys can see it. That's no, no. That's sold me. We have to go to Waverly again. <sighs> we have to. We're gonna do a video recording, audio recording that, session. That floor where they keep it dark is really fucked with me. Man. Dark or not, I'm gonna ask him to keep all the lights off. We're gonna do a recording session. As a medium, we'll call it costs the spirits. A lot of money. It costs I, a lot of money. I'm aware of what it costs. Okay, well, we'll make it happen. Aside from that, as far as the chupacabra is concerned, I do have one story, and I'm going to read this fully, and then we will hear Devin's thoughts, and then we'll be done. Okay. The story has been told by a nine-year-old girl named Aurora G. from New York. As I stand here upon the bodiless graves of my parents. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Holy shit. You just, it was going to be hell. Oh, my God. All right, go ahead. As I stand here upon the bodiless graves of my parents, or replay those terrifying memories in my mind over and over again, it all began on a warm summer evening in Mexico when my mom was cooking dinner in our small kitchen with my abuela, which means grandmother, or English-speaking 
Maria, while me and my nine-year-old brother, Carlos, were sitting or setting the old wooden table at our patio, my father and our abuelo, Luis, were roasting carne on the grill. I could hear my father and abuelo laughing hysterically at one another. It's time to eat, my mom yelled. My family all headed to the table for supper. I want to make a better life for my family. You know this, my mother replied. And we all began eating our dinners. The conversation was more quiet than usual. After dinner, my grandparents were preparing to head home. We hugged them very tight, as if it was only for our very last time. And once they left, my brother Carlos and I went inside. We got ready for bed, went to sleep. The next morning, I woke up early. I heard the rooster calling in the distance. Each of us got dressed and grabbed our very few chosen belongings to bring with us on our journey to cross Mexico into the United States border in our hopes for a better life. Our neighbor drove us out far into the desert early that morning. When he couldn't drive any further, he let me and my family out. I was nervous about how now we had began walking on foot in the many miles of desert. As we walked, we tried to pass the time with singing in our favorite Mexican folk songs and telling our story and our best jokes to one another. We had spent so much time talking and laughing with each other that we had lost track of time. And when I looked at the sky, I noticed that the sun began already to set. We decided that it was time for the rest of the night to set up camp. My father built us a nice warm fire and kept us warm during the night. After we ate dinner, my father told us how he wanted us to tell about the legend of the Chupacabra. He spoke and said, about 25 years ago, no one had ever seen it before. When they did, they were very scared. It had big, red, glowing eyes, very sharp spikes on its back. It said that it stood on its hind legs and the body of a reptilian kangaroo type figure. There have been many times where farmers would wake up to go feed their animals in the morning, only to find them lying on the ground, dead and completely drained of their blood. Not one drop of blood left behind. This creature has been known not to only hunt animals, but also humans. There have been many tales trying to cross the border like we are now, but they disappear without incident. Many seem to believe that El Chupacobre got to them before they reached the United States. So if you ever hear a low growling sound, take it as a warning and run as fast as you can. My dad smiled as he finished his story, but I was completely horrified. I said, nice story, Dad. And then my brother said, yeah, I loved it. Completely amazing, my brother Carlos added. My dad smiled and said, well, glad you kids liked it. I said, hey, Dad. As my brother and I climbed into our sleeping bags and our dad came over and kissed our foreheads goodnight, my father then walked off and I did not know what to do as we slowly as he slowly walked backwards and I tipped over something hard and metal. I moved my hand around in the darkness 
to grab a hold of what I had tripped over and noticed that it was a crowbar when El Chupacabre began coming closer, closer to Carlos and I. Me and my brother were trapped. We trembled with fear. Then I stepped, stabbed the creature in the leg with the crowbar. The beast roared in pain. Run, Carlos, I screamed. And all I could remember was just how we ran and ran and ran the whole night in tunnels that we had previously tracked to get to where we were camping. The next morning, we could see sunlight shining in through the tunnel from the other end of the cave that we had found. We finally found our way to the other end and escaped El Chupacabre. Carlos and I saw a diner across the street. When we walked into the diner, everyone began to stare at us. Said, are you kids okay? To this very day, there are still many sightings and reports of the monstrous creature, but there are none from our parents. Yo, or like a, a creepypasta. Creepypasta? Yeah, that's kind of crazy. It's not a creepypasta. I didn't find a creepypasta. Actually, I found it on a message board. Yeah, but it, but it like reads like one. You know I what get I mean? that. Like it, it kind of gives you the heebie-jeebies. It does. And you know what? At the same time, again, me at my certain level of inebriated state did not read that <laughs> as much as I would like to. Hey, it's all good, man. This is, this is, this is, this is take one. I, I think that the audience, <laughs> uh, if they've listened to any of the other content that gray man produces, uh, it, it's come to be expected, uh, especially when it comes down to things like me and you, <laughs> it was a hard read because again, I had to translate the story I found into English. Oh, so the story you found was in Spanish. Yes. Oh, so it probably didn't, I mean, Google Translate kind of does like a rough. Okay, gotcha. But anyway, I mean, that's that's the Chupacabra. That's the story we got as of right now. And obviously, you know, if you guys are really interested into it, you know, we're going to revisit it. Absolutely. I want to revisit this as we can dive more information. I want you to do some research now because I think you're interested. Yeah, if we do repeat episodes, I will definitely, I'll do my own research uh, up until... You know, that point where... You know, maybe episode 10, we come back here after you've... I mean, this would be your first time understanding where I'm coming from. Yeah. I think it would be interesting I th- to see I think, I think what ultimately, you discover. You ultimately, know, I, think I, I think you guys, you guys as, as the listeners, you guys are ultimately going to dictate where, what this show becomes. Like, um, you know, do we want to move? Uh, do we want to continue into the paranormal? Do we want to keep the kind of skepticism side of things going um as as we kind of reach that like if we're doing um weekly shows is that the goal i mean uh, hopefully yes yeah if that's the goal then so then after 52 episodes we'd be we would you know rotate back into like the fan favorites i don't see why that would be i think that'd be great so what do you think about this i mean you have this creature that is so well known all around the world this vampire almost like creature and to be able to identify and definitively solve it obviously is very complicated but in a sort to encapsulate it how would you say the elements to it retains to you like how would you think that it is more fascinating than a myth i i i stand kind of where i was earlier maybe maybe a little bit more on the side of openness um like before like what i was saying is like I came in very much against anything that you were going to say. Um, I still, I, I, I wouldn't say that I'm a believer, um, 
But if you were to give me more information instead of me just saying go fuck yourself, I would say <laughs> I would say go on, like tell me more. Uh, I think that that's where I stand, and and I hope that that's where the skeptical listeners that are listening to the show. I I hope that that's where they stand. I, I hope, hope that, so too. I hope that they listen to this, and even if they are skeptics and they still don't believe, I hope that they're at least open. <laughs> Goat sucker. <laughs> This has been all about the goat sucker. I am your host, John Wolf. And again, I would like to say the chupacabra could be dead. Or then again, long live, viva live, la chupacabra. <laughs> um, I wanted to make sure that everybody understood that, you know, this is our perspective and nothing more and nothing less. Yeah. And we did take a little bit of information from every source that we could possibly imagine, which, again, when I say we, I mean me. And also hopefully open your minds. And I'm so glad you all stick around this long. But I guarantee you there's so much more to come and so much more fun yes. information. And before he does the outro, obviously, go listen. Like This is part of the overall Gray Man Media Group. So we have a lot of different shows. John is is one of the forthcoming members of the Gray Man Media Group. Uh, all the support that you give him, please give the Gray Man Media uh, support as well. And anybody who is a Gray Man Media supporter, if you're not giving John Wolf Takes a Bite the support, you're not a true Gray Man Media follower. Absolutely. That's just the way that it is. We're a group, and we're, we're all obtaining success together, mm-hmm. and we're looking to provide success if you listen to me you gotta listen to the rest and it's it great wasn't this fun guys this is fun <laughs> dude i'm so excited and you know what and it's only gonna get better from here because we're just really starting out and we need and, your and, support and your your next week episode and i believe the following week's episode you have a special you have two two different special guests coming on, i have you? a guest episode and then we have another episode between me and you and then we have another guest episode after that Interesting. Interesting. Uh-huh. And how are, how are you guys going to listen to that if you don't click follow? There's so much we own that better to We're going to expose the government for what they really are <laughs> on episode three. That's my plan. John, get the outro, baby. Hey, it's John Wolf, and this has been Wolf Takes a Bite. Don't forget to subscribe and favorite at Wolf Takes a Bite podcast or Wolf Takes a Bite pod <laughs> on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Email me if you have any local ghost stories, because during my guest episodes, I interview people, <laughs> and I love to have your own personal ghost story here on the show. This has been Wolf Takes a Bite.